welcome to this episode of Turkish TV Time. Today we're talking about season three, episode three, which was kind of a wild ride. Everything has changed. <laughs> Hakan is smart now. Things are crazy. We are doing it in the AM, so I have it on good information that Sophia might actually be drinking tea. Yes, yes, in fact. Some That's chai. So I don't even, I think it's so weird to call it chai, but like whatever blend chai is with some almond milk, because that's our new favorite drink in my house. (laughs) Because Bogota, as many listeners may think, is not tropical. It's in fact extremely cold. (laughs) It's more like a Seattle kind of weather. Yeah, that's a good comparison. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, it's been raining for days. Plus we also got like the, like the end of the hurricane, apparently. Like oh, that that's been hitting the Caribbean. Yeah. So apparently that's why it was raining so much. Gotcha. What about you, Esgi? Any tea? I had so I've been waking up thanks to my um elderly and ailing dog at five every morning for the past several weeks. So oh at approximately five thirty I had some tea. Now it's ten. So Jesus. <laughs> what about you, Sammy? No, I'm, I'm waiting on coffee, but none has appeared yet. So unfortunately, I'm not Parents doing anything. Just useless. I don't know what they're doing. I know. Uh-oh. Now my dog is singing for her breakfast. <laughs> and she's only 44 minutes early. So that's going to be fun. Um, all right. So now Sophia is going to walk us through all of the insane things that happened in this episode. Great. Actually, this episode, I managed to, for once, like, make a short recap, I guess. Because mostly, like, I feel like the episode's just, like, cuts of things out of order. But if you, like, actually just tell what happens, it's not that long. Not that much stuff happens. So the episode starts off with, like, very cheerful music and cheerful scenes. Like, all of a sudden, it stopped being, like, winter or, like, autumn in Istanbul. And now it's summer and everything's happy and there's vaccine and the world is perfect because that's TV for you. (laughs) And so obviously, like, it wouldn't be the show if Hakan isn't brooding about something. In this case, brooding about Levant and how he died. Except, like, obviously, they had a very complicated relationship. So I feel like him just crying is not the reaction that would be normal. I don't know. I guess we never know with grief what your reaction will be. So then, basically, Ruya and Faisal are having a conversation. And he's like, oh, the dollar went down. Like, let's be mortal and do all these mortal things. Like, this is what you should concern yourself with. And she's like, no, this is all your fault. Like, get the hell out of my house. And so as she kick- she's kicking him out, he gets taken in by the police and arrested for the virus. So apparently the police found out about the virus. And we find out because a, a policeman, like, uh, whispers in his ear that it's all Vizier's doing. So Vizier caught Hakan in jail for a purpose, apparently, um, that we do not know at this point of the episode. So he gets to prison, like he tries to have a glass of water, which makes me, I guess this is for the second part, but like makes me wonder if he's mortal, like why is he trying to drink a glass of water? And so he gets like called out by this like prison boss, I guess, who makes him like kiss his hand and says like he has to ask for permission before getting water, which I don't know. I don't understand if that has a point anyway. (laughs) So then Hakan is like angrily punching his bag and him and Zainab uh, make the decision that they're each going to meet with Ruya and, and Faisal to try to find more information. 
And so since Rui is immortal, she's like now decided to get herself like 10 bodyguards because she's really scared about um, dying, obviously, or getting killed. So Zainab like rides her motorcycle up to the house and gets stopped. And like, we can clearly see like Rui like let her go and she puts her hand up and we can see that it's bandaged. So that will be important later on. And then Hakan goes to prison and visits Faisal and Faisal tells him like the vizier is up in a hill and like basically that he's um, like very smart and like don't try to win against him because you won't. So just like accept your fate. And he also says that Rui is no longer their enemy. So then we see Hakan and Zainab at like the waterfront and he's using these really large guns to shoot some balloons in the water. Um, I guess he's training. And so, like, they have this whole conversation and they, like, put two and two together and figure out that uh, Ruya has taken the, more, like, the mortality potion or whatever it's called. The elixir of mortality. I don't even remember what the real name is. Anyway, she's mortal now. Like, Zainab puts it together from her hand being bandaged and um, Faisal saying that she's no longer an issue. So then Hakan apparently has a plan for the first time ever. And he decides to, uh, he tells Zainab, like, I need you to recruit me, like, super awesome people in, like, one has to be really good with technology, I need a lawyer, I need, like, strong man, I need an activist, random. So, like, there's this whole, like, very Hollywood sequence of, like, them recruiting all of these people. And so Hakan comes up with, with a plan that we see, like, develop as as it's coming together. So, basically... First, what they do is go to what's called to like the the Faisal and like catch Ria. She like she's she's not able to get in because the lawyers like printed out all this information. So the like the government seized the company and the assets, I guess. And so she's not able to get in. And then the activist girl like took a bunch of activists to the building and like they like surround her and like they scare her into um, the car. Um, and we see like Nissan is one of the protesters and like when she sees Hakan, like she gets really upset, which again, I didn't understand. Um, and then she drives home and, um, then all of this new crew of loyal ones, like sneak into her house, like scare her because basically they're like almost abducting her, like beat up her bodyguards. And then like Hakan, like acts like a madman, like he wants to really kill her and Zainab protects her. And so then, like, she manages to run out of the house and Zainab, like, takes her to her apartment and, like, saves her. Obviously, this is all an act to get Ruya on their side. So that happens on that end. And then also Zainab has a vision of her and Hakan, like, kissing and, I guess, stuff. And, like, about to have sex. And then, like, the vizier shows up and, like, kills him. Um, because he wasn't wearing his shirt, as is a recurrent event in this series. So she, like, gets really freaked out and decides to, like, break up with him. And then Hakan and Nissan, like, bond because she feels really guilty that, like, she killed her parents and, like, a bunch of stuff. So clearly just, like, building up some, like, sexual tension there, in my opinion. And so then um, Faisal goes to wash his hands, obviously, like, in the bathroom of the prison. And obviously there's a mirror so he has a conversation with Vizier where he's like, okay, like, I know you have two pieces of the key, so we need to find the third piece, and that's what you and I are going to work on, and whatever. And then we, like, pan to Hakan, who's going through, like, these 
cutouts and documents and finds like a diagram of the key and somehow like has this like weird attack I guess like he gets overheated I don't know even what to call it but like the symbol like pops out of his chest and we can see it like all um like big and then um he like passes out and Nissan finds him and and she and he tells her like it's the shirt and then the episode ends and the vizier symbol is burned into his little logo now oh wait I didn't notice that yeah little design changes slightly okay that's weird like I I didn't notice that at all (laughs) oops it's like the thing that keeps getting graffitied around is like a very yeah, yeah, yeah. version of it is on his, is it right in the middle of the um, wheel thing, the scar tattoo. Oh, wow. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Magic, like everything else. Also, I'd like to clarify that those balloons that he was shooting at was not like an, a training exercise. Those are like like little carnival games that exist along the water like the water so he was just uh that makes a lot more sense yeah (laughs) that makes so much more sense but there was no dude to charge him they have them in the molda um like on the the molda park like along the walkway along the water there they have have a bunch and but i don't think he was there i think he was more near actually probably near he so just like are on the water there it looked like we're on the that's what I thought. All right, awesome. So now we're going to move into our banter gossip spilling the existent tea section. Extant? What's the word? Who knows? All right. So the plague has been carried. It's That's nice when it happens just like off camera between episodes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everyone's happy despite the fact that presumably thousands of people have died. Yeah, but they're, everyone else is fine. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Donald. <laughs> Donald's um... not there. <laughs> And they show a really pretty juice vendor, which I liked. They showed like all the little grapefruits piled up. That was nice. Then Hakan is just by himself in a bar. Classic. Assuming it's like 10 a.m. or something. It's so old now, like him getting sad and brooding for yeah a second and then snapping out of it all of a sudden and like taking action. And also I feel like beer and a cigarette is kind of like a celebratory moment you know like he should have been drinking like vodka or something if he was gonna be sad and then he spills his guts to the waiter who doesn't even give a shit he doesn't even respond to the my brother just died statement (laughs) no he says i had an older brother who died who was four years older or something the the waiter says that the bar or the bar says that okay i thought i thought he was i thought i thought the same as sammy we must have both uh stroke that for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe i'm crazy like it's very possible that I- he said like do you have any siblings i have a brother that's four years older my brother just died okay Silence. okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i read it i think that well, makes he has, sense. Uh, choose your own ending had a very compassionate part <laughs> yeah i mean can we just address the for me 
like not even the elephant in the room but just like the biggest miracle of the episode was all these new loyal ones just existing and apparently yeah. being so easy to get together like what the fuck that I mean, I'm doing, I don't have a what the fuck <laughs> section but that that is my what the fuck so <laughs> But it, it's also We're getting like, to it early. But I think they address it because they're like, oh, like there's the IT guy or whatever, the hacker who like had no use in this episode, just standing there. Being fries that I want, but continue. <laughs> and like being a creep to his <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. Creep. <laughs> anyway, um, that like they, she does say like, oh, I had invited him to like join us before, but he had said no. So like. They clearly wanted to like address the plot hole, except yeah. they just addressed it for one of the characters, yeah. so not for yeah, everyone. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do about these screenwriters who are also the props people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and the, and I liked how you summarized it as uh, being like very Hollywood. Them walking along the water, like all in a row with Haka in the middle. I just, oh, yeah. the eye roll that I, I was like already kind of half asleep I was watching it <laughs> night before I went to bed, but like I woke up and rolled all my eyes back and was <laughs> so annoyed, but yeah. And like, this isn't the first time I've seen this. So I was like equally uh, annoyed by the convenience. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> I mean, I, I have to say like, I enjoy a montage of introducing the characters. Like I'm pretty sure they, just copied the effects from the new triple x movie i don't know if you oh, guys no. have seen that one definitely but not number three it's really good highly recommend but they literally do the exact same effects except they have like the people's stats there. triple x is only anyway. x-men what are you talking about <laughs> no it's, it's like the vin diesel vin, movie vin diesel he's an extreme sports expert who gets recruited by the cia to or by the triple x division samuel l jackson so to become the a spy same, is this the same as fast and furious <laughs> it no, seems it's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be hosting a new action movie podcast uh, in a few weeks, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I would love to come on and talk about Triple X. And then they did the sequel where Ice Cube was the star, but it did, wasn't great. And then oh. they brought back. Wow, I didn't know all those people were in X Men slash Fast and Furious. That's great. <laughs> okay, sorry. No respect. None at all. Then Ruya hires all of those bodyguards, but like she should have had them before. They could have been killed before. They've been avoiding being killed for a thousand years. I don't know why suddenly she needs bodyguards. No, it's because she's mortal, Sammy. It's because now she's mortal. So like now she's really scared because she can actually get killed like by anyone. Yeah. People hate her because she's the owner of Javadon. Like, I feel like it makes sense to me. I mean, it's dumb because, like, obviously, the like all these people are gonna outsmart the bodyguards. I think that's the whole point. Like, Hakan, who's useless, has already killed like a thousand of bodyguards. <laughs> Did you guys notice that she like gives the whole speech to the head bodyguard? She's like, "Never leave my side," and then he walks out of the room <laughs> and she goes to talk to Faisal. That was funny. I didn't. I didn't notice that, but I did noticed that she was wearing white in that scene and the guy was wearing a suit so I was like she getting married like I thought she was getting married to Faisal or something like it was (laughs) oh you were so optimistic you thought they were gonna live their dream together (laughs) no I just thought that like he had like somehow manipulated her into getting married somehow (laughs) obviously not 
I did love her outfit when she was skinny. going to the office. It was a little scary. That, like, oh, leather that skirt, pencil, yeah. pencil skirt. That was really pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I met the, like, white shirt. She just looked like she was really hungry. Like, I mean, she was, she's <laughs> too skinny. Her, her, her mortality <laughs> now. Like, oh, my God. She, <laughs> she needs to eat more. <laughs> I like, so, speaking of uh, the mystery of Faisal's, I guess, mortality, immortality situation, I like that yeah. they're trying to create some ambiguity there. Like, we actually don't know for sure. Like no. you said, Sophia, the water thing. Because I don't recall them drinking anything other than wine. Yeah. Red wine. And, uh, and that <laughs> seems like just because they like the taste. But I've never seen them, like, consume something that's essential for survival, like water uh, or, or, like, animal food. Yeah. And then also, I thought, is he just going to grab one of those skewers and, and poke himself in the neck like he likes likes to do as a dog? <laughs> but that would have been awesome but yeah. he just kind of like gave you know he just kind of gave a side glance to one of the the ghouls in the um cell cell block and you know kissed the guy the i guess the mafiosa or whatever that guy's supposed to be his hand so that that you know makes it like is he just biding his time and he doesn't want to reveal the extent of his powers because then it's like 10 random people will know or is he actually actually mortal now and uh, is only interested in getting out alive so tbd yeah I, I i agree i liked how they played that and it's like either he's mortal or he's like biding his time waiting for vizier's and orders would mm-hmm. vizier know it like I'm, I'm curious if if he would know that one of the gang has died or you know like does he know about ria like i like it seems like well, it seems like he can watch them from all those reflective surfaces. So in theory, he could know everything. Or like, since he was their leader, like maybe he feels changes in, in energy or status. I don't know. I mean, so I would be curious if, like if Vizier, if Vizier reaching out to Faisal is a big hint that he is still immortal. Because maybe Vizier would be like, well, I have no use for this guy now. Even less of a use. I feel like he already doesn't respect him true yeah i feel like faisal has lost respect for himself like he's dressing like a fucking drunken slob his hair it's like three hairs. his hair yeah, yeah. He brushed his hair <laughs> at this point i'm just assuming that vizier knows everything and i don't know if now is the right time but i have a vizier theory sure. for who vizier is mm. i think Burak. yeah i got some sketchy vibes from Burak. asking them to like like insisting on being a loyal one yeah yeah and then also he was like with the hood which is like the classic vizier thing following zainab around yeah i had the same i was super suspicious of him when i was first watching this season because like i said he's super famous as an actor so i was like there's no way they're gonna cast him to be some rando like street urchin and then yeah the this i think this particular episode was where again my first time watching it I was like it's him because he is just so insistent on being a part of this gang um even though Zainab yeah is still, I mean Zainab is also trying to control her like attraction to him I think like she doesn't want any distractions I think yeah. her main yeah. reason for not wanting his involvement not that she's suspicious of him but I was like no no <laughs> this is sketchy Keep, stop letting him into your house 
I mean, stop letting like Nissan as well. Like, stop letting randos. Ugh, I know. I cannot stand understand. <laughs> and then in that confrontation, I felt like this wasn't really very clear when she's like, "And you're not, you're not good enough to join us," or something. Was that like a class thing? She's like, you're too low class to be a part of this. I feel like she was using the family, the, you know, the four families, which we didn't even know that there were four families that were like the source of all the loyal ones. But anyway, uh, that's a convenient <laughs> new thing, new requirement to add to keep Burak out. Um, I honestly think it was just her like using the fact that he's, you know, one, not one of those families and two, uh, you know, basically like petty criminal. Yeah. As a, as an, I don't think like those are her real reasons again. But yeah, yeah. it was a little bit classist. I don't even though like clearly that's not her real reason for not wanting. Yeah, they're all really dumb. They need to all right. get their guards up, and they literally don't have anything up. <laughs> oh my god! Also, can we talk about Hakan's outfit? Was there anything other than a sweatshirt at any point? The he was wearing yeah, like a turquoise switched. shirt and jeans and it was such a horrible outfit yeah when he was doing the classroom <laughs> uh thing mm-hmm. huh. well he when they were in the like team comes together and stomps down the street montage he was wearing what was actually like a nice fitted zip up black jacket and then he switched back to his gigantic jean jacket that i hate so much and i don't understand where did the black jacket go <laughs> Tough. He has a problem with clothes, clearly, because he won't fucking put yeah. a shirt on. Yeah, that's like have on, and fifty percent of the time does not. <laughs> I'm like very annoyed about this whole Zainab Hakan. Like, will they? Won't they? Like, she's gonna lead him to die. Like, just ugh, stop. Like, honestly, like they were building up this building up because like they didn't have any actual chemistry. I feel like now they have more chemistry. Than they used to have because they had zero. Yeah. And they're like building up that relationship. Then Layla died. And like, and also like the Hakan, the Hakan Layla was like super will they, won't they, which I think it, like will they, won't they works for like two or three episodes, but it's not going to work like forever because this is not like if it were a soap opera, fine. Because that's the whole point of a soap opera to like prolong the inevitable for like episodes on end. But I feel like like for this type of show like it works but not forever like it needs to have more development for it to be interesting and not be annoying yeah I I agree and I think what my sense of what they're gonna do is Zainab's gonna date Burak and Hakan's gonna date uh, Nissan and then they're probably both gonna die and then he and Zainab in their grief are gonna come back together and be together one of one of the two um not the one will end up being Vizier, probably. <laughs> right. So right. One will be Vizier, the other one will be killed by that one. And then Hakan and Zeta will have no choice yes. but to end up together. I mean Hakan has to reproduce. Like this has to happen. Like God, I the know. line is the line is dried up otherwise. <laughs> Zeynep has a motorcycle. Have we seen that before? No. I did like the 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 safety um on screen yeah that ria was running away from people shooting at her but she still took the time to put the helmet on like a good like 10 20 seconds to do that it wasn't like yeah she took her time to fix her hair you know yeah 
do, do we want to talk about um the, the key some more during oh, yeah. this segment or at, did i just throw that in at the end of the recap i can't remember what i did like 20 minutes ago the key it's like the key to the underworld or something right it like lets them bring all their cronies but they've never really said what it was i mean the the Bezu reflection says that we're gonna make istanbul our home now or our nest almost is the word that uh, he uses, which is considerably more disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I don't know, how, like how many of them there are, and uh, like why aren't they happy in their little parallel universe? IDK. I mean, I would. I mean, I would take over Istanbul. I guess if I had like unlimited powers, like they seem to have. But hard to imagine like Ria yeah. and a bunch of them like really wanting to go home like last season, and then now they're being like, this yeah. is gonna be our nest because we're gross creatures <laughs> we use the word nest <laughs> what do we think of the new team i mean i hope they're useful i mean i just thought it was so funny that they like they do that whole like thing where like we needed this we needed this we needed this by the way fast and furious five great example of that <laughs> they drew a lot of inspiration from the diesel movies this episode but they like the activist brings like 20 people (laughs) like you'd think if they were responsible for a plague more people would show up and then the big guy's role is just to like get in Ria's face and scream at her but like anybody could have done that I don't know I don't know what the hacker did um he he got access to all the emails and bank accounts oh okay so he allowed the lawyer to do exactly exactly Gotcha. I understood. Mm. I mean, I'm glad there's new people. Yeah, that's for sure. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about before we move on to our next section mm-hmm. is um, what are they doing with Ria? Yeah, I mean, I don't see how they would infiltrate the loyal, like maybe they could get information about Vizier. I mean, I guess, but like Ria's on the outs. Like, I don't know that she knows anything. Well, like, she probably knows what he looks like, like, who he is, like, all those sorts of things. Yeah, 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 that's true. I was envisioning her, like, walking into headquarters and seeing Barack and being like, (gasps) and then all hell breaking loose. That would be great. I hope the screenwriters actually do something like that, because it would be really fun, as opposed to everything else (laughs) that they might come up with. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like, as we know, this show, like, everything is going to absolutely go to shit in the next episode, and probably all of them are going to die, so. Well, and this episode just had, like, such a different tone from other episodes. Mm -hmm. Just very strange, in that sense. Hakan grew a brain, so (laughs) that was weird. True. True. Yeah, I don't know. And then they had that creepy song montage that Hakan and Nissan were, like, getting it on to. Okay, I am, like, so confused about that. Like, <laughs> obviously, they're doing, like, the the whole, you know, like, sexual tension build up, but, like, showing that really basic Instagram. Oh, yeah, that was so bizarre. She's <laughs> like, I need to talk to you. And then she, like, scrolls through her Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so, so weird. <laughs> I forgot. 
forgot all about that. I just remember it a lot because it was so stupid. It was like, really? <laughs> Oh my also, didn't she say she was 25 four years ago, which would make her 29, which would make me not believe that? Yeah, she's, she seems like she's older. I was going to say, like, they're clearly yeah. trying to make her look young, but she's not that young. I mean, they even tried the little nose bump or whatever Sammy observed. <laughs> <laughs> Double nose. If only I could screenshot from Netflix, but it won't let you. It won't? You can't do it on your computer? You can't screenshot? No, it, like, goes black. Oh, what? Smarter than that. Wow. We need to try that. I'm gonna try to outsmart it all day today now. <laughs> <laughs> so unless Esgi, you have anything else, we can move on to our history section. Let's do it. I know we've got a lot of material to cover in this. <laughs> we have so much to cover. <laughs> Okay, so today for our history section, we have our first unanimously agreed upon subject. Uh, so this is going to be great, although it might be pretty short. Um, we noticed that Hakan was eating a very, very odd mix of things, but they included <laughs> lokma, which is a fried Turkish sweet. And so we're going to talk about fried Turkish dessert. It's a great topic. We're all very excited. <laughs> Who's going to start? <laughs> I don't have anything prepared for this. Me neither. Okay. Sorry. Well, lokma are round, like kind of like a donut hole fried with a sugar syrup on it. Right? Yes. And that's what he was eating with the toothpick. He was also eating a hot dog, which is just weird for so many reasons. <laughs> There's like basically no pork in Turkey. And so I don't know where he would have gotten a hot dog and also why he would eat it with like little donuts. No, they're like, they're like, um, like currywurst and bratwurst type stands and random like, or food trucks, like just cause it's like a European thing that people hear about. And like the German people who've been to Germany and back probably bring with them but yeah it's definitely not part of turkish cuisine and all of, all of it looked really good to me actually like the whole it was yeah. a weird i completely agree i'm very hungry <laughs> still <laughs> yeah i really i'm gonna i feel like i might go to like burger king drive through and get fries after this i don't know. <laughs> oh my god do that burger do that. king of all places it's closer than mcdonald's fries are <laughs> okay. way better yeah McDonald's let's be real better. and getting yeah. like very fresh is like amazing guys focus focus (laughs) let's talk about turkish food oh wait let's talk about mcdonald's fries there's also the ones that are kind of like churro shaped like they've got the ridges around that's not yeah that's not that's something else i don't i'm really bad at all these uh he's also eating some pickles tulumba tulumba, um uh yeah tulumba yeah Yes, that is, yeah, that is exactly like, uh, in my opinion, taste-wise, exactly like lokma, just the shape is, like you said, a more cylindrical with little ridges all around it. Did we ever eat lokma when we lived in Turkey? I feel like I never ate we it. We ate it, never yeah, we ate it on some. the island when we went to the Adalar. Oh, okay. You guys, it's more of an Izmir, like Izmir is very closely associated with lokma, I think... Mm. I mean, I think it's partially a Levantine, Levantine, like, you know, that part of the Middle East thing, like, and also uh, the Jewish minority, I think, 
because it's unleavened dough again so it's, I think oh. it's something with that cuisine um to some extent so of course now it's everywhere and it's available everywhere but like izmir lokmasa is like a thing so i don't know okay cool the other fried dessert that came up when i was looking was kunefe but yeah i was gonna say because it's just like but that's that's very levantine as well isn't it because like um like in lebanon they have kunefe as well and and it's very like similar with the pistachio it's very heavy i mean for me it's too heavy because it's got the fried thing going and syrup and uh this kind of a cheese basically (laughs) like a sweeter cheese it's a lot yeah it's a little too much for me it's really not my favorite (laughs) and then the only other fried thing that came up was um pishi oh yeah fried bread yeah not really i mean it can be sweet some people like my one of my grandmas makes it with like nutella sometimes in it so it can be it can be sweet but also people put cheese in it or nothing some people just have it as fried dough which is fine <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a donut yeah but say it's savory it's a little bit more savory like i think the base flavor is neutral to salty and then the filling can change obviously the flavor profile if you put nutella in it but by itself it's just plain dough we yeah we want all of it we're all very hungry filming yeah I'm really i know. hungry <laughs> <laughs> I feel like also all of these things are impossible to make at home. No, they're not. You need like a vat of oil. Well, that's how you make fries. Like, how do you make fries in your house? Do you make fries in your house? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, every well, once in a while. Through in Bogota, <laughs> Sofia's house. <laughs> no, Sofia well, can't hey, go to a drive through. <laughs> she can't drive. <laughs> I was gonna say that <laughs> I can drive. I just can't drive very well, and I don't have a car. Um, so that makes it hard. Um, we just tend to get takeout here, but takeout it never is like a takeout McDonald's fry will never be the same. Yeah, yeah. Takeout French fries are just not as good. It's true. But all right. Well, wait, no. this is a very surprising revelation. Like people, you don't make fries in your house ever like my mom fries? does sometimes no so like fried potatoes like to that can like to that can be a french fry yeah, yeah. I, I, wow. like we fry plantains like a vat of oil is not surprising oh, to me shut <laughs> up. i would love some right now <laughs> yeah that would be great after burger king i'm gonna hit up alpaca which is like this peruvian <laughs> <laughs> alpaca it's so funny <laughs> it's good it's peruvian peruvian food it's the most typical uh, peruvian uh, oh thing in alpaca apparently <laughs> i love alpacas like, all those animals are my favorite animals the ones with stupid long necks lots i was birds. really sad when i was in bolivia and they gave us like llama for lunch i was Dang. like no oh no <laughs> And then I had to eat it because there was nothing else to eat. Yeah, alpaca doesn't have alpaca on the menu. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, that would be really traumatizing. But I'm sure you can get plantains in, in like North Carolina, and you can fry them at home, even if you don't yeah. like frying things. In theory, it's possible, uh, but I don't. In practice, that would turn out very poorly. I think. No, it's super easy. <laughs> Well, you make lokma today at your barbecue, and then we'll all take <laughs> pictures of it. 
<laughs> I mean, I don't think you can make lukma on a barbecue. I don't boil on no, no, grill. Don't you try. <laughs> It'll work fine, I promise. <laughs> works. Oh god, that would be terrible. <laughs> So now that we've really educated our listeners about the state of fried dough in Turkey and beyond, we're going to move on to our what the fuck section, which I think will be really a rich text today. Yeah, my submission is the, you know, band of um, extraordinary gentlemen or league of extraordinary gentlemen or whatever that, whatever that, uh, is that a movie? Anyway, those people that came out of nowhere, them, they are my what the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that? they all knew Azra and just like hated her guts and it was just like a personality issue that they refused to join before. I mean, now. this is really just an opportunity for you to recall how much you hate her. So I'm going to say yes. to. <laughs> Excellent. My first, what the fuck is I've said before Hakan with a brain, which is just so bizarre. I don't understand. They could have just made Zeynep do all of this talking. It didn't need to be Hakan. And then, oh, yeah, when they invade Rhea's house and she's freaking out, she grabs a kitchen knife. What happened to the giant shotgun? Yeah, apparently no longer part of the plan. <laughs> <We have> to... <laughs> like, she's even more afraid I now forgot. than she was. I forgot, she... I, did, I forgot about the gun, too, which sounds like the props slash screenwriting people did as well. <laughs> or, oh, yeah. man, that's so dumb. And then my last what the fuck is uh, what the fuck Turkish prison, (laughs) which I also saw in the best uh, TV show that has ever existed or will ever exist, Karapara Ashk. (laughs) Go watch it. That that prison was like surprisingly comfortable. Yeah, that's how it is when, uh, spoiler, Elif is set to prison too. They like wear their own clothes they cook their meals together it's that's very what, nice yeah every show every movie with a prison scene it's like that so when i was a kid i thought it looked fun <laughs> <laughs> it's like having a sleepover that's what it looks like yeah like who wouldn't want to be in prison that's awesome <laughs> literally what's funny like i don't know if you guys have watched this movie yol which is like also in is prison. this the yulmaz Güney depressing one which one is yeah i think so i don't know who the director is but as many Turkish movies, it's available on like YouTube. From the so 70s or something it. or 80s, right? Like this is old. It's not a new movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I, yeah, yeah. I watched it in class in college. Um, but also like they just give them furlough. Like they can go home for like a weekend just because. Like there's there's no reason. Like you don't have to justify why you want to go to. Like you just get to go see your family for a well, weekend. I think, and come I think Yul was about <laughs> political prisoners also. So it was a little bit different than a murderer True. i don't think they do True. that with everyone like i don't think that mafia guy who's running that cell block is probably let out too i mean i feel like he could walk out if he wanted to because he probably controls all the guards too but anyway <laughs> i feel like there's always like some i don't know there's always a villain like that too like the guy who's running the block or the whole yeah. prison oh yeah elif's nemesis is Hyundai and she's oh, a bitch gotta watch out for her <laughs> <laughs> watch out for her all right what do you what's your what the fuck sophia 
Hmm. I think for one, the Instagram that we discussed a minute ago. And <laughs> I think we could pin that on the props <laughs> people. Yeah. We're like, oh, we made our cake feed. That was... Do we show it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most stupid thing. Like, I really need to have a serious conversation with you. <laughs> Here's my Instagram with like a lot of pastel colors and like smiley people and like green backgrounds. Oh my God. <laughs> on I really value my Instagram so I that was very what the fuck also I don't know a lot of things seem fake the loyal one thing seemed really fake the um like Zainab like really in like two seconds figuring out that um oh yeah Ruya is not an immortal anymore like that's not the prison is also what the fuck like they have a kitchen like who would give prisoners like a like, I think that is a <laughs> real true, thing because everything that's it's in, like every show, every movie that has like a not super serious set of offenders in prison together. Like, it's always like that. <laughs> so it's like a country club prison, I guess. Oh, yeah. Some <laughs> of them are actually nice, but they all tend to have a unique eating area <laughs> and just like bunk beds. Like, I've. I, I mean, I think the maximum security's got like people in like cell cells by themselves from what I've seen in movies. I don't know, I've never seen an actual one. Wow. But I think that's not a what the fuck. I think that's legitimate. <laughs> okay, fine. That's not how prisons are here, for sure. <laughs> like, people don't US. even have, like, running water or anything. And my what the fuck, definitely the outfit, the blue on blue. I was just, like, I was thinking about it this episode because I don't know when we mentioned that, like, whether Hakan was attractive or not. Like, I think we talked about it at the beginning. Um, but I think he just, like, is so unattractive to me now. Like, every- He's just not, I don't know. Yeah, I completely agree. He was really hot at the beginning, especially when he was like in tuxes for work. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, I think it's probably mostly his personality that has made him unattractive <laughs> to us. But he's definitely also like got some poofiness around his face that needs to go. Yeah. Like when he was lying on the floor, passed out, he legit had like yeah. a second chin. <laughs> I mean, he's got a nice, nice ass. Like that was a good butt. <laughs> I don't remember the butt being featured in this episode. <laughs> I think I said this before too. I thought it definitely a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and also, is Zainab getting like skinnier and skinnier? I feel like she looks more. She looks dead so skinny episode. this episode. Akkad is absorbing. <laughs> <laughs> every time they look into each other's eyes, he takes some fats from her. <laughs> <laughs> that's how she's eventually going to kill him through obesity <laughs> well he, he trains so much he shouldn't be fat like his arms like like they try to show them like being defined they're but they're not them. like they're like too. Up to they're like big but <laughs> well he spends half his time punching and half his time chucking beer so I guess it balances out <laughs> Yeah, maybe that key wouldn't have destroyed him if he actually like worked out. <laughs> Had some cardio. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, what a way to end the episode. <laughs> <Thoughtful> <laughs> <observations> to close. <laughs> Next time, uh, we're going to talk about season three, episode four, and find out, I guess, what the plan is for Yuya and if Hakan's going on a diet. So. 
I'm looking forward to discussing that one. Hypothesis is going to look like the Nutty Professor next episode, and I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for listening.